0: Is saffron not real gold? Yes. That's how I use it. Back in the day, yes. <laughs> I don't think you're using gold right then, either, Golden. <laughs> yeah, go
1: try and buy some condoms with some saffron, you loser.
0: I've been burying saffron in my backyard for years, assuming that it will still be there when I dig it up.
1: That's what you're using when you go have sex with Devin on your walks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It is my condom. <laughs> All right, so we're we going to do like a Who Wore It Best?
0: And who Wore It Best? I think first off, we should just announce right here and now that Traveler Spirits won everything. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And Dan
2: Garrison wasn't wearing pants. I think that was the biggest takeaway <laughs> that we all knew, but I appreciated that he announced it. Dan, I love you to death. Thank you for not wearing pants.
3: I just love that they made a drinking game out of it. Every time he told the joke, <laughs> he had a drink.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure half of the audience was trashed
3: but he kept them clean though. I was impressed, you know, cuz it's not easy for him to keep things clean.
2: Dan did a really good job. He kept it uh, he kept it clean, he kept it semi-professional. He burned through those awards quick. Dan did a good job.
0: I mean, there were a lot of people in that webinar, too. How a many was it? Did 90s. anyone get a number? No, but it was I had to scroll for at least a minute just to see all the names.
1: Let's set this episode off on the right start. Did anyone get any information that we are able to share? in the next 40 minutes or so.
3: I know I know who know, who new good guy royalty is. New good <laughs>
1: guy royalty. All right,
2: that's fair. That's that's we got something Okay, let's do the drop, and then we can announce what the hell we're talking about. This is the Still Talking Podcast, our distilling industry podcast with Colton, Zeno, myself, Brian, and special guest, Rob. Rob, we listen to your favorite part of the year, or we got to experience the favorite part of the year with you, which is award season. Uh, we know how much you love Spirits Awards, so thank
0: you for sharing that moment with us.
3: <laughs> is that sarcasm?
0: That was the whole season right there, that hour. <laughs> webinar yeah yeah absolutely
2: (laughs) so yeah we got to because of the whole worldwide plague coronavirus situation obviously we could not go to acsa's portland convention this year so instead they held the award ceremony online uh emceed by dan garrison uh garrison brothers distillery out of texas and of course uh maggie campbell privateer rum she kind of gave the intro and talked about the awards what the criteria are all that good stuff and yeah so it was uh it was nice that they were able to do that even though it was just digital and then we also all of us were on the good guy distillers group had kind of a side zoom meeting where we listened in and kind of just got to experience it together which was a good way to do it it's not as good as sitting at a table but it was better than nothing so what you guys think
1: i actually i loved it because the chat like uh the good guys chat it was really nice i mean it's like all the snarky comments I would make if we were sitting at a table. <laughs> 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 but everyone's, and I felt uh, very included. I was like, oh, that's nice. Everyone makes these comments. Um, <laughs> so it was great. I think someone called it a mystery science theater style of awards. It absolutely was. It was so, I mean, I'm really, I, I you know, I, I'm happy that the ACSA did that. That's, that was a cool thing. And I'll be honest with you, didn't know about it until... Rob texted me 45 minutes before. Well, I
2: will say I don't think they put out a press release until what, like Thursday or Friday. Like I, well, well
0: we didn't decide to do it until Thursday. Oh shit, <laughs> we had an emergency meeting on it and said. And I will point this out: it's actually the exact same time that the award ceremony was supposed to happen. Is was that the whole reason you did it? Were everything not going on, we we would be sitting in a ballroom right now. Nice, still sitting in the award ceremony.
1: I'm I'm sitting in a ballroom. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Any room where Zeno's in, it's in the ballroom. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so perhaps I've never paid much attention, but it does. It's it's interesting. This is award season because San Francisco announced their best in class last week, and then their full results today, and then here you guys are, or here ACSA, as I should say. And uh, there's another one here coming up soon. I know, so it's cool.
1: I think there needs to needs to be a distilling podcast category. Whoa. Yes, I right. We're getting
3: there. Well, there's the Tales of the Cocktail does that, don't they? Have you guys submitted to Tales of the Cocktail?
1: No. Where is that?
2: <laughs> I think it's in Kansas City, right?
3: It's <laughs> nowhere this year. Shit. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Yeah, by the way, do you know not to not to co-op this with the same virus stock we've been doing for the last like four episodes, but uh how are you doing in New Orleans? I hear it's getting crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of been crazy. I've gotten a lot of phone calls, emails, text messages like, "Hey, asking them the same thing." Uh to me personally, we're kind of just playing it the same way that I'm trying to have as little contact with people as possible. Yeah. Um I hope that people are learning that that's what we need to do. But we are in, if like in the central business district and everything, like if cops if there's like a curfew after five, if it's not a central business, you got to go to the fuck home. Um, yeah. To your home? Yeah. Okay. Everyone come to my house and uh, <laughs> cough on my pillow. Really counterintuitive <laughs> to
2: trying to keep you healthy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So Honestly, it's not any crazier than it was a week ago, for me, from my perspective. I mean, I went to the distillery today. We're still doing this big sanitizer solution thing, so I had work to do. I'm hoping to get most of it set this week, and then it can run itself, as in other people can run it without me, Yeah, uh, next week. So, Good. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but I mean... I think we're not going to be the only place that it's like this, right? It's, it's probably going to be like this other places soon, unfortunately. Yep. Rob, how you doing in Colorado? We talked to the mayor of Colorado,
2: PT. He, I assume he's the mayor of all of Colorado, <laughs> Colorado, so.
3: Yeah, might as well be. I wish that dude was my mayor. Uh, we're doing all right. <laughs> the uh, It's funny you bring up the mayor because the mayor of Denver shut down all restaurants Including tasting rooms, of course, until May tenth. Eight Whoa, weeks. Eight wow. weeks shut down. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, like first of all, a distillery with a pretty legit tasting room business, plus a whole lot of uh, sales to on-prem stores in the city of Denver. It's it's going to hurt us a bit. So we'll be all right. But uh, yeah, it was eight week shutdown lots of layoffs. My wife also works in the industry. She got laid off. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. It's really weird being around town. It's a ghost town and Denver is a pretty happening, booming place. Um, So anyway, we'll survive. It's all good. Everybody's healthy in my, my circle. So I'm I'm happy about that. That's what matters to me right now.
2: How's my, uh, how's my favorite artisan spirit? Uh, magazine fan doing oh he's ready
3: for the next uh next article to come out yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He should should have it any day awesome yeah that's great yeah we need uh as you probably know with your 12 kids you we need shit to do at home right now (laughs) because there's no such thing as school so uh, (laughs) so waiting for that centerfold though he's gonna you know he's got to learn what the centerfold's all about (laughs)
0: well is it
2: gonna be weird when it's his dad (laughs)
0: There's over seventy episodes of Still Talking now. I think he, you've got plenty to teach. Him. Yeah, <laughs> starting yeah. with the really a, early dirty ones. Like
2: you like, think
3: I'm gonna have have them listen to you assholes, you Casamigos guys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Casamigos, it's the finest of tequila. You see, you hear that Seth Rogen sounding motherfucker? Stay away yeah. from guys <laughs> like him. Stay away from
3: him. Yeah. <laughs> Crusty the clown. Don't be scared of
1: Crusty the clown. Crusty, <laughs> I can't. You fucking ruined it for me, Rob. Uh-huh. Wait, you can't talk to Colton anymore? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was already on its edge, but <laughs> yeah. So for anyone that listens to this or hears this, uh, Rob pointed out that Colton's laugh is like Crusty the clown, and uh, now that if you have Disney Plus, you can watch all the Simpsons. He is a hundred percent spot on that. <laughs> Colton, you are a crusty clown. <laughs> that's where I
0: learned it. I said, that's what I want to be when I grow up.
1: <laughs> and here I am.
2: <laughs> a clown living in his parents' home. <laughs> oh, is that too soon? Does that mean Sorry.
1: <laughs> He's quarantined. <laughs> ooh, ooh.
2: Sorry. Sorry. I love you, Colton.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Colton, how are things in New York? Because New York is not exactly yeah. I mean, not in your part of New York, but uh, it's not a great. Well, we
0: so we officially finished our self quarantine on Saturday.
1: Good. So I went. I went to the
0: grocery store and bought chicken nuggets. That's about all there was. (laughs) The first thing he did. (laughs) No, it was a fully stocked
1: grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I need tons of
0: toilet paper. Let me tell you. (laughs) Um, and now I'm back because there's nothing else to do. So. Yeah. i having a great time.
1: Uh, I know you guys talked about coming down here too, because I could definitely use your help, but uh, that's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Stay
0: away from New Orleans for now.
3: Perhaps this is crossing the line but uh, are you and Devin getting enough private time in your parents' house? You everything okay there?
0: <laughs> you know, we live on about two acres, so there's plenty of woods.
3: Oh, so you just go out to the back 40. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. Where she bangs them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Zeno. Thanks really for rewarding.
3: crossing the lines. You know, you just—I tried not to—and you just went right over it. Yeah.
2: I just thought they were gonna like sit together in a hammock and read, but you had to make it weird.
1: <laughs> it's like old world pegging. He like whittles a fucking dildo, and she bangs him with it.
0: Well, yeah, I don't think they—they they didn't classify sex shops as essential, did they?
1: No, you have to wow. whittle your own dildo, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs>
2: Amazing. This is by far my favorite banter that we've ever done. On <laughs> no, it's not. Shut up. It's really not. is actually better. Yeah.
1: So, so I said to my wife before I came on into the good guys group, I was like, you know, I've never wanted a banana hammock so bad as I do right now. I'm like, I could just subtly stand up and walk away and it would be so gross. Oh, that would have so been so good. That- I love that they actually
2: called you out as being on. So they were watching you. I think you were full screen on most people's
1: i hope so it's the best way you consume me is full screen uh but you know uh only uh, like one channel of audio (laughs) and one side (laughs) that
2: beautiful immigrant polish body (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, okay. Let's talk about the award season. So ACSA did their stuff. We all agree. It was fucking great that they did it. I think it's awesome. They're crushing it as Zeno said with the, uh, with the actual, uh, webinars and communicating with people. I think they're doing a good job. All right. So we did an awards thing. It was good. There were winners and, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I had to leave because I am also super unprofessional and I had to feed my children. So I only got to watch and listen to about half of it so fill me in what what were the takeaways guys my biggest one i noticed since i asked the question is uh, no golds for gin or or rtds
3: yeah was it rtds yeah it was mm-hmm. rtds yeah. yeah
0: it was rtds but it was rtds first year and there were maybe five or six entries
3: yeah it so was, that's not
0: surprising
2: yeah. And I, I actually love that ACSA doesn't force golds. I think that's really important. I think it increases their credibility. But no golds and gin seems wild. Colton, you were there at the awards. Like, uh, I don't yeah. want you to question the awards necessarily, but
0: that just seems crazy. I wasn't. Yeah, I mean the the judging. But yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. You know, we we send out a few flights and let the judges kind of calibrate their palette and then once they do that there's no there's no way we can control it right you just you send the flight out whatever they score they score in theory we're picking world class judges so they should be able to you know get past that well I won't score this one a gold because I think the next flight will have a better spirit on it you know type just things that psych you out like that but I think just Everything that I got submitted this year, people people weren't loving. That's wild. How many do you know how many gins were submitted this year? Uh, not not off the top of my head, but there were at least eight to ten flights of God damn. You know eight or or eight to twelve spirits. So, so it was a big category. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. Okay. It's a big category. It's it goes through mostly one table and then there's another group of judges um, that do sort of the weirder barrel-aged or um, Navy strength, things like that. Sure. But those two tables, normally you can kind of see a, a difference in one table scoring higher than the other, but they were pretty much on par um, in terms of their, their scores and comments and everything.
1: I will say this, the, the gin category is hard to judge too because it, it burns you out quick. Like there Can't. is, there, there's a lot no going on, in then, Yeah. And then at one point you're like, it, you know, it's almost analysis paralysis cause you'll know, like, okay there, I got Juniper. Yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, uh so, I this mean, one
0: it, has citrus. Yeah. So like, <laughs> they do tend to blur
2: together.
1: Kind of. I mean, I sat on that, I was on the gin judging panel one year and I'm I was like, okay, where I just was strictly looking for flaws. I'm like, is it over extracted and like astringent? Is the base spirit bad? And that's almost where you have to you kinda of have to recalibrate all the time because it's it's a brutal category.
0: Yeah. I do wish just as a as someone who has to flight them, I wish there was more information when you got a gen of what was this base spirit made out of? Is it GNS or is it did you ferment it yourself which is a very low percentage
3: anyways but um, what style is tell. it we harkened back to the last time i was on this podcast and we talked about the different styles you know to put one gin up against another that are in totally different yeah. classes totally different styles i just i don't think it's unfair
0: yeah i didn't send. i didn't send any out as a gin and tonic or, yeah. a, or a
1: martini so. right i feel like this is very validating for rob right <laughs> the right? yeah. well, last time he was on here he was like it's a great gin and tonic i make it that way no and no I one want gold rob all right <laughs> hey i gotta say i gotta uh, say the whiskey category was pretty well judged though just throwing yeah. that
0: out there <laughs> there was one good judge in there it was nicole but <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
2: yeah let's let's talk about what we had brandy they there was a winner there right there was a gold do we have a brand? florida
3: best in show nice Carl williams
0: oh there you go it was a good brandy it was it was well made good. it was
1: i i definitely voted for it as i think it was my number three i think that i had actually the funk was in there and i gotta say that 12 year old single malt from triple eight was it really really stole my heart
0: uh yeah it's because but you were out but you were outvoted and brandy was best in show
1: but brandy was best in show so clearly i know nothing and my opinion means nothing (laughs) yeah i've had that 12 year old
3: from triple eight it's delicious stuff
2: it's so good so that was bets in class whiskey is that right yep yeah, nice. Yes. That's a good win. I think it really tastes good
1: like uh, good old like Glenlivet 12 year back in the day. What like the first time you like had a real scotch and Glenlivet 12 year was one of those for me. And it it really it was like man, yeah, this is yeah, it was really good. I mean, I know 12 years in a barrel.
3: Yeah,
2: Ryan and uh, not Ryan, um, Brian Jennings and Randy out there at Triple Eight. They do a damn good job with what they what they make. They're out on Nantucket. And they're pretty badass.
0: Exactly. So, which is such a such a hard business model to compete against, right? You have <laughs> Nantucket clientele versus you know upstate New York or New Orleans clientele. Um, they're basically the same price point.
1: Yeah, New Orleans clientele <laughs> and Nantucket. I guarantee you, like ninety nine point nine percent of the people in New Orleans have no idea Nantucket is a place.
0: <laughs> well they know a rhyme about it though so
3: yeah <laughs> oh yeah about picking one.
2: buckets or something they knew right. a man i'm just about the man from nantucket yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, i i think no i think it was a great i mean nicole and i because nicole was sitting right next to me we're like ah oh, fuck this is really fucking good so that was my best in show for what it's worth but what is the price point on that bottle
2: <laughs> it, it's called triple eight for a reason yeah
1: <laughs> trace commas
0: yeah. yeah 888 that's how much it is i know what i'm gonna use my government refund check for <laughs> oh my god you could get one bottle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then the rest
1: just spend on white claw that's a fucking
2: yeah. that's a fine weekend right there
1: i got to the, i got to the rona i had to blow my nose god damn it Zeno! you're the
2: one person that's not supposed to get the rona rob you're not allowed to get the fucking rona either you gotta let right, Colman, i'm doing, i get it
3: i'm doing my best
2: colton over there in new york i'm here in washington we're gonna we're gonna block it for you guys we're gonna get all the rona
1: as adult men we're doing our best not to get it but thank you Brian. <laughs> no i'm gonna tell you what to do motherfucker
2: don't get sick it's not allowed
1: i honestly don't know what our sex had to do with that but as adults
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, for some reason my mind was too quick on that when you said our sex i'm like what we, we, we had sex and i have on a
1: regular basis a, you guys are very
2: safe you're not spreading the rona yeah.
0: <laughs> they cover themselves in sanitizer
3: things go downhill south real fast on this show all of a sudden shut up Rob. did you guys great did episode. you guys re-listen to the first 10 minutes of jake's episode because oh my god that went downhill fast
1: no <laughs> i edited it and then i then i never listened to it again because i can't stand exactly. it. exactly yeah.
3: you, you should just do yourselves a favor listen to the first 10 minutes of that episode it's just it's like
1: mind-boggling was it did you la- did you enjoy it at least oh yeah i enjoyed it okay. totally enjoyed it okay. yes good that's all we care about i don't
2: give a shit if there's any valuable information i just want to make sure you enjoy it that'll win us tales of the cocktail
0: and that's all we're about
2: we should, yeah if we submit to them which we should we should just submit that one episode or like one of our very very early ones where it's obviously just a complete shit show which is most of them now too but can we submit like a thousand times <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty excited for the the, the paul Holetko's one is good because i introduced him usually i'm like super glowing and lovey and paul Holetko, i just introduced him as a miserable bastard because i love him too but in a different way
0: yeah, no, it's not out yet, though.
2: We, I, I haven't released it. Okay, well, this will come out after that one. So. All right, let's move it's on, just...
1: boys. So Jim hey, can we, we talk
3: about Paul Haletka real quick, though? Yeah. Okay, yes. So I love talking about his, Paul. On his Instagram, and Brian, you'll like this, he's doing bed night, bedtime stories for kids every night. Oh,
2: that's good. I have to watch yeah. that. No, he's been, Paul's so, been sharing uh, dad jokes with me, like uh, quarantine and coronavirus dad jokes, and they're fucking yeah. great. They're so good.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's good. So last night, he read uh, a book on Instagram Live. He actually read two of them on Instagram Live. And I just sat there with my phone in my hand, and my son watched them, and those were his, good, his bedtime stories.
2: Oh, so, my God that's the sweetest thing ever as much shit as i give paul he's like kind of a big sweetheart he'd never admit that but he's a good people
3: so i'm actually (laughs) texting with him right now and he said warning the next book coming up is go the fuck to sleep oh that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) i might do
2: that one with the kids then okay back to the award stuff we should be this one had gone downhill too, but back to awards. What else do you guys want to talk about? We have uh, other categories.
1: Yeah. So gin, there was no gold, right? Uh, DSS, there was no gold, right? Cool.
0: No, DSS had some golds. No. I mean, DSS.
3: Ready to drink.
0: Was no. Oh, gold. RTD didn't have any. Yeah, yeah RTD didn't have any. But again, gold. RTD, RTD was brand new. There were very few entries. There were there were decent entries, but I don't think the judges knew like. Spirit judges don't feel like those are spirits yet, I think. Was sort of my takeaway from reading the comments that the judges were bringing back is this doesn't seem like this seems like a, you know, not even a mixed drink. It's just a weird 5% cucumber melon beer.
1: Well, what panel got judged those?
0: I think it was the rum panel.
1: You're like the whiskey panel that you were sitting on.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think uh, the rtds got put on i think the rum panel but also just whatever panel had time at the end
1: yeah how many entries the hardest thing with
0: this the hardest thing with being a non-profit association running a competition is that we we don't have the time to like do judging the way rob wants it where <laughs> you know you take 52 weeks and judge <laughs> one thing every three days <laughs>
2: No, that is how we should do it. We should start a new uh, Still Talking Podcast Awards, and we will release it once every decade.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it'll be the best. We won't even release it as a book, right? Just, just a PDF.
2: It's going to be written on napkins, and we're just going to go <laughs> ahead and scan them and fax them out to people. <laughs> yeah. That's our level of quality.
1: All right, so DSS, what, uh, what was notable in the DSS category?
0: I mean, the, so the, the saffron gin from Wiggle won the uh, innovative. Innovation Award because it's very innovative to throw literal money oh. into your
1: spirits. Yeah, that's one way to do it. I don't think you're using the word literal right, but okay.
0: <laughs> Is saffron not real
1: gold? Yes. That's
0: how I use
2: it. Back in the day, yes. <laughs> I don't think you're using gold right then either,
1: Golden. <laughs> yeah, go try and buy some condoms with some saffron, you loser. <laughs>
0: I've been burying saffron in my backyard for years,
1: assuming that it will
0: still be there when I dick it up.
1: That's where you're using when you go have sex with Devin on your walks. <laughs> oh Jesus! It is my condom.
2: <laughs> There's no follow to that.
3: Dave, hey, last time we started talking about this, we got cut off. So maybe we should not go that direction. Let's just leave Colton and Devin alone. Fair enough. So the the podcast... I think, actually, Colton probably cut it off now that you think about it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the kill switch. That's a different podcast I'm on.
3: (laughs) Hey, can we talk about Paul Heletko one more time? Yes, please. Okay, so I just have this one last story about Paul Heletko that I I may get in trouble for telling. I don't know. But uh, two years ago at the DC Fly-In, the Flyer... or the Flyers, Jesus... The Capitals were playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and Paul and I are big hockey guys. What and so we went to the game. It was the Western Eastern Conference Finals. Anyway, so Paul and I and Jason Lippa from Stellar Solutions slash five by five slash whatever the hell they're called these days, um, are sitting there and Paul's telling us the story. Do you guys know this the show Bozo the Clown? Yeah. No. Yeah, so Bozo the Clown was on WGN, which was on everybody's cable package, right? So Paul, back in the day, was on Bozo the Clown, and he did Bozo Buckets. Do you guys know about Bozo Buckets?
1: That I don't know.
3: Okay, so basically Bozo Buckets is you're standing at a line, and there's these buckets equally spaced out in front of you. There's like five buckets spaced out in front of you. And the first bucket is like literally inches from your feet. So all you gotta do is like drop this uh, the ball into the bucket. And then you drop a ball in the second bucket a little bit further away, third bucket a little further away, fourth bucket a little further away, and you get like bigger prizes as you as you like drop the ball into the bucket, right? So Paul as a kid goes on the Bozo the Clown show and he misses the first bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Rough times. And he made he made the fatal mistake of telling myself and Jason Lippa that story and somewhere out there is videotaping this and someday I'm going to find it and he's never going to live it down. So Uh,
0: I feel like that is a call to all listener. Yeah.
3: Yes. To
2: all all listener. You need to find Paul Holetko's episode of Bozo the Clown. That's amazing.
3: Exactly. He missed the first bucket. The bucket is at his, the toes, of his feet there's a bucket and he missed okay, wait. dropping the ball do
2: we have like a date range <laughs> like what years would this have been or what year I mean, was?
3: boy i don't know i don't want to take any guesses as to what that guy's age is he's got teenagers <laughs> so yeah okay,
0: okay we'll track this down um god jesus christ we've talked about everything. this is this our podcast. new podcast it's like yeah. missing uh, richard lewis except we're not g- not yeah, we're this.
2: we're poorly retelling other people's anecdotes from the industry. That's our podcast. Just,
1: just stop naming other Jewish people, Golden. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only people I know. <laughs> oh. oh God, I love us. Anyway, vodka. What happened with vodka? Somebody tell me about vodka.
3: Does somebody do people really care about vodka? Oh yes. Oh, that's right. It pays the bills. I have two vodkas. I probably shouldn't talk
1: too much shit. <laughs> Yeah. I actually, so I think that the vodka is like the, the best in class and the vodka was pretty good. I think a lot of the vodkas are more of like, hey, that there can be some character in it now. It is moving a little bit. I would say that. Boyd and Blair, I think, picked up a lot of categories. I noticed that when I was watching the presentation, um, which is great because that's in the old Glenshaw Glass building in Pittsburgh. Nice. And uh, they make potato vodka and it tastes like potato vodka. <laughs> you
2: should write the uh, hang tags on Spirits Yeah,
1: just yeah. Shelf Talkers. Know. Well, it doesn't taste like fucking nothing, right? It doesn't taste like hand sanitizer. <laughs> I know, because I've been drinking a lot of hand sanitizer.
0: <laughs> Gotta keep you clean, buddy. You know, so vodka's a super hard one to flight, because how do you separate vodka? Vodka sucks flighting. At least this year, I think they put on like, not is it GNS, but As soon as they put, is it made at a different distillery, it helps me categorize them a little bit easier. Absolutely, yeah. And then, I think my favorite, not flavor, but my favorite label, hands down, was the Spuds Light Potato Vodka. (laughs) That is for sure getting a cease and desist as soon as this podcast is released, because you know everyone (laughs) listens to it. (laughs) And And everyone remembers Spuds. The listener, you should go look up Spuds Light Vodka. I'm um, do it right now. Immediately know <laughs> why.
1: Rob, what is the base for your two vodkas?
3: Uh, well, our house vodka is just purchased neutral, 100 corn. So that's only so exciting. Though it did win a silver medal at San Francisco's Tasting Institute. Um, the our Annika Jones vodka, which is all made in house, actually you open this can of worms. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it at you. Uh, is 60% wheat, 40% corn. But the fun part about it is that the wheat is an uh, heirloom grain from an island south of Sweden called Oland. So it's called Oland wheat. And the farmers who grow it for us are the Olanders, who four generations ago came from the island of Oland south of Sweden. Crazy story. So there's this heirloom. Wheat grown south of Sweden, it's grown for us five miles south
1: of our production distillery. So there you go. How would you describe the taste of the Olanders wheat?
3: Uh, in vodka form, I would describe it as melony. So it tastes like kind mm. of honeydew melon. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And do you yeah. reti- so you retain that character in the uh, in the distillate, and the grain Correct. itself is different. And if, you know, I grab winter white. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, damn. Fun stuff. See, that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't love talking about vodka, but that vodka is kind of fun to talk
1: about because it's a cool story. No, but when you actually make it, it makes it more fun, right? Like when you're. Yeah, for sure. You care about the base material that you're making and you produce it. There's a lot of work into it.
2: i love how resigned to the fact you guys are that you like vodka the vodkas you make it's like i don't know i guess i like it like you can't help yourself i think that's delightful
1: (laughs) okay all right so (laughs) past the vodka past the vodka category um uh did we talk about dss we talked about the most uh or the innovative right yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, DSS is always the most fun category because it encompasses everything that anyone throws out there that doesn't fit neatly, right? But this year, I saw the most. I guess you. I would classify them as Amaros, even if they weren't called that necessarily. But Amaros were not bottled cocktails, but like one of the gold winners was a. Nocino or No Chino,
1: right? Chino, yeah. I love Um
3: Okay, can we talk, Mr. Inside Scoop, about Innovation Award?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. No,
0: because if we talk about it, well, it doesn't matter. This whole episode's getting cut. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have like 12 minutes.
3: I'm just curious <laughs> yeah. how much the judges who vote on Innovation Award know about that spirit.
0: Oh zero. Well, then so I mean, they how, tasted it.
3: How do you know if it's innovative just by tasting it?
0: All right, so you know what info you put in when you, when you submit, right? You know what info you put in.
3: Yeah, kind of. Shit. It was back in It was back in like August or some shit. So I I don't really remember.
0: I mean, it, but to be you've honest. done it a thousand times. It's it's the same. No. It's the same. You put in you put in proof, you put in like a, if it's a DSS, you put in a little bit yeah. information but you don't tell like you say what it is right like i don't think you can say it's a nocino but you say it's a x flavored you know bitter liqueur or something okay
3: like so that. here here's my point i submitted pachuga style <laughs> rum and i'm just curious like did the judges know that there was a fucking smoked pig's head in the still when they tried that yes. rum with
0: yours with yours it would have said pechuga
3: on the taster,
0: yes, because it's okay. a style, right?
3: Is it? I don't know. Because the rum category was just the rum category.
0: It's not like we just shove things out there that just say, like, here's a sick glasses of rum. It says that's
1: exactly how they do it. Actually, <laughs> yeah,
0: they, put it in the pocket, they leave it on the floor, and they see, uh, <laughs> see what happens. It's you know, it's like what's what's the base, you know. St- starch or sugar source what's you know anything special about it if it's spiced or flavored what are those did you smoke it did you smoke a pig's head and throw it in there that's always
3: a question on there i don't know that i remember writing anything about that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's only so much i can do in the back when you're you know everyone's submitting all their information As much information as they're willing to give me is all I can give the judges.
1: As far as from my perspective, it's just, I hate to say it, it's kind of an afterthought, right? So you go through and you judge everything and you're trying to do the best you can and give good feedback or like, this is what I do like, this is what I don't like, this is why I think this is like this. And after you do all that, then there's a little box. Is this innovative? I mean it is
2: a secondary consideration.
1: How many whiskeys did I drink that I was like is this innovative? Like, well, No. <laughs> like it's a fucking rye whiskey. How do you know if it's innovative or not? So was there a
2: change from year 1 right. to year 2 in the innovation award cuz this is the second year. Have we have they kind of changed the criteria at all from year 1 to 2? Uh,
0: yes, and the fact that I think in year 1 it was it was more and I didn't see the judges sheets in year 1. But I think this year it was, they made it more of an afterthought. It's like, hey, judge the spirit and then judge whether or not you think it's innovative. And in year one, it was more, you know, combined. Do you think it's innovative and judge the spirit at the same time?
1: Yeah, I will say that, that I was judged both years and that's how it felt. Although I'm, you know, I am trying because I do think there is some, there is something for innovation and it, it should be out there. How do you quantify that, though, is a good question. Innovation is tough to quantify, tough to judge, tough to articulate. Everything about it is difficult,
2: but I like the concept of it. Yeah. Like, I want it to be something that succeeds and is useful.
0: Well, I think what I would like to see is people submit it for an innovation award. Submit your spirit. and
3: And explain why you think it's innovative. Yeah. That would be great. Like,
0: I don't, every spirit, like every GNS vodka shouldn't be judged whether or not it's innovative. I know that only takes a half second, but that's a, you know, it takes time out of a judge's mind to say, like, no. And then they just kind of get in that mode. But
1: what if you filter it through platinum? Ooh, that's true. I'm going to cut that out.
0: <laughs> what if you, what if you filter it through tiger teeth? Yeah.
2: Hey, don't ruin this for me. I'm only like three episodes in and I'm loving every second of it.
0: Like holy shit. I'm trying not to
3: I'm only that. one episode in.
0: I listened to I listened to the podcast on it on the drive up before the like from from Tennessee to New York before the Netflix series came out. And
1: Have you seen the Netflix that, series that, too?
0: I've seen about half of it, but right. it's ruined it for me. Cause I already know all the stories. I already knew how fucking crazy. he
1: was. No, there's more yeah. into it though, because Alyssa listened to the podcast too. And we grinded through that, that series. Like, yeah. holy shit. This, yep. I, <laughs> I, I like stood up off of my couch several times. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> am I even watching right now? I'm, I'm just, I don't know if I'm like shocked or
2: like, this is exactly what I expected from humanity Or I don't know, like, in some ways, it's just, it's energizing and beautiful and insane. And I don't know how we can turn this into a spirits related thing. But I want to do a whole (laughs) podcast on that TV show.
1: There's not even a likable, like, there's not a likable person. The
2: drug dealer is the best person on that. Wait, there's a drug dealer? Don't ruin this for me. (laughs) Okay, nothing else. (laughs) The drug dealer is amazing, though. He's by far
1: the most human person there. (laughs) <laughs> all right enough about wow. that let's get back to the categories we have to get at least through the categories okay yeah, yeah there isn't that many we can categories. do that so vodka i can't remember what the best in class was but i remember so it was, thinking it was about boot hill out of kansas there you go it was very good though i it was an enjoyable spirit um we did dss right yep we did gin there were no what was the best None in now. class in
0: gin Best of class in gin was the Three Floyds, which is a new distillery in Old Brewery.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Um, their packaging was amazing, though. Their I love packaging the
0: pack. is is on fire, yes. That was actually the biggest takeaway for me, is if you're ever going to make new a new label or packaging, you should put it in a slideshow of a thousand other <laughs> bottles and just quickly go through it and see if it stands out or not. Is seeing some of those labels you're like oh my god I, I can't even read the writing on that it's it's black on black on a black bottle
1: in the dark a black on black crime <laughs> <laughs> what I was talking about the label
3: again you crossed the line <laughs>
1: Oh, I made myself laugh. That's all I care about. That's really um, all that matters. You're fine. Um Yeah, their their packaging was amazing. I mean their artwork on their beer is great too. Um I I didn't I think I tasted it, but it was But like, I
0: think I, I think, you know, the judges the judges don't see packaging. So it's still one best of class despite cool packaging. Yeah. Which I, I think stands out. Right, you could yep. say a lot of beers when just based on their packaging, and a lot of spirits sure. too.
1: Well, let's let's talk about rum because it was a pretty, it was a growing category, right? There was a lot more entries this year.
0: My favorite that the, was that there was a bottle and bond rum, oh, which yeah. I believe was pretty tough to get through the TTB cola approval process.
1: I bet, yeah. And yeah. I, but no, I do it's more know that like when,
0: when it got submitted, we had to go back and look for it because Bottled and Bond is actually a specific class when you submit something for a cola. So it doesn't yeah. just come up when you look up, you know, the rum category. So we had to go through the Bottled and Bond category to find it. Um, and at first I was suspicious that they got it passed because I was looking through, you know, pages and pages and pages of rum colas. I like, I I don't see this here, guys. Um, and then you know, I got smart.
1: <laughs> it's a regular oh, flowers for Algernon.
0: <laughs> no, I think that's great. That uh, shit.
2: I think that's great that rum is coming forward because yeah, for a long time there'll be like less than a dozen rums in that you know in the judging.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a hard category. I, I've seen many. I, I know this happens for a lot of spirits, but I think especially for rum you. You go to a bar and you try to sell your rum and a guy's like, hey, I can buy these amazing Caribbean Island rums for pennies. Why am I going to buy your expensive American craft rum? So people just didn't enter because they just weren't making them and they didn't care.
1: Fair enough. And I think that a lot of what a lot of the rum producers are doing is, you know, pushing the TTB to like, well, give us better categories, right? Right. So hopefully that allows I don't know what flighting the rums are like, but it's it's tough to put a you know the funk Jamaican rum next to a rum made in Colorado, right Those are two very different things, yes,
3: same thing as as the gin argument,
1: yep, yeah, uh, all right, so everything is shit, Rob we get it i did not say that You're that's the only reason
2: rob on is to give us a shot of optimism <laughs> in this podcast
0: i mean so for for flighting of a rum what we would try to do would be all right like the basics aged or not right and then you try to go a little bit deeper in what's the base source so you try to get molasses together you try to get sugar together or syrup if there's enough For just an agricole, you try to make that flight, but you don't see that in America, so that's not a flight. Um, You try to do the spiced rums first, so you wreck everyone's palate and then do the
1: agricoles.
0: (laughs) And uh, it's a shit show.
1: It's tough, but there were a a lot of awards in the rum category, actually. I was pretty surprised. There was a couple of distilleries I actually even looked up while we were watching it and uh which is cool for me because you know I live in New Orleans and sugarcane and all that but uh yeah there was a lot more rums than I thought because I obviously wasn't on the rum panel and I had no idea so I I'd probably drank one rum there when I was there so very cool all right uh what categories are we missing whiskey
3: DCSA so has the uh, has everything up they have it up on their website by the way if you wanted to look at it we already nice, talked about we whiskey don't
1: do this? <laughs> we talked about we talked about triple right amazing yeah that's right we did uh, listen we didn't take
2: notes we're muddling through this there's no way we're going to pull up a website and like speak accurately this we're already like 50 minutes there in there was now. also a
1: pretty good uh king's county peated rye got a lot of Yep, got a lot of hype. Um
3: people Yeah, they won an innovation award.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good and uh I know, I don't know, but the the guys at Liberty Pole, they made they won something because I saw their spirit pop up in there. It was like right when I came on the call. And uh they make good whiskey too and they do some cool stuff. And okay. I'm definitely biased to them because they're next to Pittsburgh. As you should be. All right. All right. Any other categories? Colton.
0: Uh brandy, gin, Ru, ready to drink rum, specialty vodka, whiskey. I think we did them.
1: All right, we did. Yep.
3: That's it. Uh, <laughs>
0: but I wish we'd looked at this website before cuz they
3: <laughs> that would have been so well. much more convenient. It's well or- It's well organized, isn't it? <laughs> it's well organized. That <laughs> is not on
1: brand for still talking podcast. <laughs> Shut up, Colton. Ah, uh, let's do a let's do a final thought for Christ's Let's do sake. it. Let's
0: do a fucking final thought. Well, my final thought is that I was completely wrong on the innovation award, and it turns <laughs> excellent. out excellent <laughs> that it was actually Bar Hill's uh, uh, honey they're, gin, their gin or honey yeah. vodka. Oh yeah, the honey vodka. Yeah, fermented yeah. from honey, which is an insane idea. God damn! Is that like I
1: hate money? Yeah, 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 That's really imagine
0: a a honey saffron gin. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, just next year.
2: That whole saffron (laughs) joke that we we muddled through is totally wasted now.
0: Way to fuck that up, Colton. God damn it! Oh no, I'm I'm lucky. I was right. All right,
1: so so we saw a lot of spirits, and we saw a lot of our friends and a lot of their spirits. Which one have you not had yet that you want to try? I know, Rob, you said you tried that Triple Eight single malt. Was there yeah. something else you're like, oh shit, I want that
3: Well, I definitely want to go see if I can find the Blom Brothers whiskey now because they're now royalty in the Good Guy Distillers.
0: Nope. You know what I love the most about that is that it's a it's a plastic it's a plastic flask. Is it really?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I was going to say, every year, the Good Guy Distillers Group, they take these awards and they basically deliberate on whoever gets the most or some of the most prestigious, and they choose their royalty for the year, either the king or queen of the Good Guys Group. And this year, Rob, it was... You already said it, but...
1: Blom Brothers.
2: Blom Brothers.
1: So what all all did the Blom Brothers win?
0: They won. Can you look it up by category?
3: I see one gold. For straight rye whiskey, and then they had best in show. No, best in class. Did they? No, they didn't get a best in class.
1: I don't know. Whatever. What is? The, what are the? <laughs> what is their <laughs> predominant? Are they a whiskey house? Like what? what do they make? Yes. There, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I don't know them. You guys. They're out of Illinois.
2: They're good people. They're awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I work with. Uh, yes. I
0: work with Mike on the tech committee which should scare all of you that i am on the tech committee
1: it is significantly terrifying (laughs) as in like computer tech
0: yes indeed (laughs) robot mostly yeah yeah.
2: (laughs) all right Zeno, you already grunted us uh what's our final thought i just i said
0: (laughs) uh,
1: i just fucking said it (laughs) say it again uh (laughs) what's one spirit you saw in that slideshow that you haven't had a chance that you're like, oh shit, I really want to drink that. Oh, uh, there's some do Nord. I can't remember which one, but do Nord one. Um,
2: can't remember if it was a brandy or something on their list that I've never tried. I need to try some more do Nord stuff.
0: <laughs> I really want to try that boot hill. Honestly, I don't, I don't think I got to try it. And I'm always very curious of what best in class vodka is.
1: Yeah. All right. Fair, Fair enough. enough. I had that at the judging. It was pretty good. There was a, a bunch of rums from a Rollins Distillery that I noticed, and I had never heard of them. And I looked it up while the award show was going on, so I definitely they popped up several times. I'm like, who is this? And uh, definitely, I'm looking forward to trying trying their spirit. That was that was fun. Um, all right, guys, it was fun. It was, fun. It was yeah. nice
2: to we. I think we all kind of miss each other. Living from our homes and trying to do this digitally is tough, but it is good to talk to you guys.